If you want to find the right girlfriend or wife, you have to choose her from the right target audience. One of the biggest mistakes men make in dating is they're trying to make it work with women who just aren't right for them. There are plenty of women who would never date somebody with red hair. They find it disgusting. Then there are some women who really don't care, and there are some women who really like red hair. Now, do I want to be in a relationship with a woman who doesn't like somebody with red hair? Absolutely not. That would make me very unhappy. Obviously, when it comes to the selection of the right target audience, visual appearance is only one. Personality, culture the country she's from, traditions, values, all that matters so much more when it comes to the selection of the right target audience. If you're trying to make it work with somebody who has different political views, you're just going to set yourself up for a lifetime of suffering. My ex-wife and I, we disagreed on so many fundamental values. And the relationship was bad, not because there's anything wrong with her or with me. We just never screened for compatibility in the beginning. If I had communicated my personality, my values, way more radically, honestly, unapologetically, unashamedly, if I had stated my opinions really truthfully, the conversation, the first conversation we've ever had, would have not gone on for longer than five minutes because we would have found out, oh, look, we're actually not really compatible. But what do most men do? They change their opinion ever so slightly because they're completely deprived of female attention. They don't have a lot of high-quality options to choose from. So when somebody stumbles into their social circle or they date somebody at work and they risk losing their job, then they jump into a relationship straight away without screening for compatibility. And then you have a lifetime of unnecessary arguments. That doesn't mean that you won't have any arguments in a relationship with somebody who's right for you. But you'll have way less. With Fernanda, I have this many arguments. With my ex-wife, I had this many because we agree on our fundamental values. Now, again, ginger hair is one thing. Then she also has to like who you are. I'm naturally somebody who's loud. Well, my father is a little bit more German in a way. My mother is a little bit more loud and she's a nurse and she has super high energy. And that's kind of where I get that, uh, that level of energy from, I would say. And my ex-wife, she always hated it. She really didn't like it. And again, not because there was anything wrong with her, but when I was loud, she'd be like, shh, quiet. And that drove me crazy because I couldn't express myself in my naturally passionate way. And again, not because there's anything wrong with her, but because she would have naturally preferred a quieter guy. Fernanda doesn't care. She's louder. Herself. Well, she's introverted, but when she gets, she laughs loud. She also has a different degree of passion, right? So there's more compatibility there. It's these little things that really, really matter. And the more you get experience, the more you'll understand who's actually part of your target audience and who isn't. And sometimes it's women from certain countries. Sometimes it's, well, let me address the country thing actually for a second. Because a lot of guys say, well, in the US you can't find women here. Passport bros, let me fly to Latin, fly to Latin America. No, you don't need to go to any other country to find somebody who's amazing. It doesn't matter what you look like, what skin color you have, ethnicity. In most countries, you can find amazing women. That's actually absolutely true. I've worked with men from 30 plus countries and help them find an amazing girlfriend, life partner, wife, get a better social life, and find more high-quality male friends. So you don't have to go anywhere else. Because 9 out of 10 people you'll meet, 9 out of 10 women you'll meet, 19 out of 20 you won't want as an intimate partner anyway. So you can make it work in any country because you can find somebody who's part of that right target audience in any place. You might find that, oh, people from certain countries, I naturally gravitate towards more. Now, we celebrated a birthday here in Dublin with a group of friends a couple of months ago, and we had 13 people from 13 different countries. So you can find amazing people from anywhere in the world. So stop making using a country as an excuse. But you might find, okay, this is what I actually like about it. These values, oh, maybe I like more traditional values, perhaps. Maybe whatever. Right? You just have to understand that if this person has this set of beliefs, 
she believes cancel culture is a good idea or some nonsense, well, then we probably don't agree on too many things. If she wants to restrict freedom of speech, well, then she isn't right for me. I'm just giving you a couple of examples here. Values is one. And then what type of personality do you want? Do you want somebody who's really extroverted? Or do you want somebody who's actually extroverted with you, but a little bit more introverted with the rest of the world. There is no right or wrong. But if you don't find somebody who naturally likes you and who you naturally like, you will set yourself up for a lifetime of suffering. I cannot tell you how much I suffered in the relationship with my ex-wife. And I'm not saying that to get compassion whatsoever. But I'm saying that because in my role as a dating and relationship coach who wants to help men and women find a high-quality relationship on eye level, we have to acknowledge that men suffer in relationships. No matter how good-looking they are, no matter how successful they are in their business or their career, no matter how young or ambitious they are, every man can get quote-unquote pussy-whipped or cucked, which basically just means not communicating their needs in a relationship if they don't have a willingness to walk away. And you can only have a willingness to walk away if you've chosen that person from options because your brain needs the proof, not just the promises, that you are desired. And if you don't have a couple of options that you can compare, then you don't even know whether what you currently have is good or not. You have no idea. You're taking an absolutely uneducated guess. And let me tell you something. The most important relationship you'll ever choose is your life partner because you're going to spend the most amount of time with that person. Do you want her to talk shit about you when you work a lot and get angry at you? Why do you work so much? Or do you want her to sit down on your lap at 11 p.m. at night when you're bleeding out of your eyes, you're working on a project, and she gives you a kiss on the floor and she says, I'm so proud of you. Well, that's only going to happen one if you're choosing her from options, thereby you have a willingness to walk away, and she's naturally part of your target audience. There are some women, no matter how amazingly you communicate, and you have to learn to communicate way more effectively, apply for a free initial consultation call if you want us to help you with that personally. But there are some women, no matter how amazingly you, you communicate, they will never be that excited about you. They'll always prefer some other type of guy. Really let that sink in. Now, the mainstream will tell you, just be yourself. Just find somebody who's naturally right for you and things are going to be fine. No, no, no. You still have to study the dynamics of attraction. You still have to create rock-solid confidence. And you have to learn to create a man-to-woman connection and build and sustain attraction. That is still true. Because if that wasn't the case, then everybody would just be themselves and naturally be in a happy relationship. But it is also true that if you radically honestly and kind, in a kind and respectful manner, express your personality, there are some women who will really like you. They look at you like, wow, this guy's amazing. And some won't give you the time of day. They look at you and they're like, yeah, there's really zero compatibility here. And that is perfectly fine. So many men suffer so much either in relationships or throughout the dating process because they're trying to make it work with women they'll ne that they'll never be able to make it work with because their values don't align. They just don't, the personality doesn't click. And it brings us back to one of the most important exercises, which is the three questions by Jorge Bucay or Jorge Jorge, Jorge, whatever, Joseph, whatever his name is, Borkai. There are three magic questions. One, who am I? Second, where am I going? Three, with whom? You have to understand who am I? What do I stand for? What do I stand against? What must people never say about me at my funeral? Second, where am I going? What are my goals? Doesn't matter how successful or ambitious you are, women hate men who let themselves go. So you got to have a vision because only if you have a compelling future, only if tomorrow is better than today, will you have sufficient levels of energy to even be an exciting person to be around? And third, who do I want to have in my life? 
What are my must-haves? What are my nice-haves? What are absolute deal-breakers? If she exhibits this type of behavior in the relationship, she's gone immediately because she won't make for a great wife. And I will refuse to live in a constant state of fucking conflict. I'm not interested in that. Thank you so much. And again, this is not about being a tyrant or a slave in the relationship. You want to have a relationship on eye level where she can communicate her needs and you can communicate your needs. It's very important. But that can only happen if there's a natural desire. You look at her and you're like, wow, she's really my type. And she looks at you and she goes, wow, this guy is really my type. Subjectivity is truly real. And again, looks is just one thing. Personality, values, cultural backgrounds. Stop trying to make it work with the wrong people. And the same applies in business, by the way. Or your career. Maybe you've hired people, maybe you're a manager, maybe you've had a boss, maybe you've had peers. And you've tried to make it work with the wrong people and you realize no matter what we do, it just never fully clicks. There's always a little bit of like mm, something left. And then you have or may have had people in your life, family members, maybe you have some people in your life who are just like, I trust this person with my credit card. I trust this person with my life. It's like a brother to me. doesn't mean that that person doesn't have flaws. We all have flaws. But the only questioner is whether or not that flaw is a deal breaker. If it's not a deal breaker, then suck it up. Deal with it. It's fine. Everybody has flaws. You have yours as well. Don't think you're so fucking perfect. But those people, you oh, it just really clicks because you don't have to have these fundamental discussions. You know how they say opposites attract? It's not true. That's the biggest load of bullshit. Opposites only seem to attract because there's polarization in the moment. Because if you communicate an opinion strongly and she has a different opinion, oh, that creates a spark, that creates tension. But for long-term compatibility, you have to agree on your fundamental values. And the same is true with business partners. The same is true with male friends. If you constantly have to argue about shit, it won't work. Your male friends, do they want to see you win? Do they truly want to see you win? If they had a shitty day and you had a win and you tell them about it because you didn't know they had a shitty day, do they then still tell you, well fucking done, so proud of you, even though they might not be experiencing too many positive emotions in that particular moment, but they make a decision to be disciplined, to encourage you because they want to see you win regardless of what happened in their day. And obviously, if you were aware that they had a shitty day, you wouldn't necessarily impose your win upon them in that moment. You'd be there for them. But do they want to see you win? Or do, or do they only want to see you win as long as you're not doing better than them? These are things you have to become aware of. Life can be so much fucking fun if you spend time with people where you don't have to have these unnecessary arguments. Abundance gives you choice and it gives you the ability to not spend time with men or women who aren't right for you. These unnecessary conflicts, they make your life a living hell. You don't know how close you are to happiness. You're this close to ultimate happiness. If you were to just set boundaries and not tolerate these inferior fucking relationships where you have to tolerate bullshit. And the truth is always a little bit more nuanced because it's not like these people are so horrible for you. It's just a 5 out of 10 compatibility. But the difference between a 5 out of 10 compatibility and an 8.5, 9 out of 10 compatibility is years, perhaps a lifetime worth of happiness. It doesn't mean that you won't have arguments, that you won't have to resolve conflicts, of course, but the base is completely different. You can't coach away a bad fit. If there's a lack of compatibility, the relationship is structurally broken and no amount of techniques or communication will fix it. Again, yes, you have to learn how to communicate in a way more compelling manner and understand the dynamics of attraction. That's a different story. But no matter how good you are at that, if the relationship is structurally broken because that lady is not part of your target audience or you're not part of her target audience, there's nothing that you can do to make that relationship work and you will suffer. 
And you're not just gonna suffer a little bit. You'll suffer a lot because what happens six months, 12 months, 18 months down the line, a couple of years down the line, the sunk cost fallacy is gonna kick in where you've invested so much into the relationship. You say, well, I've already invested so much. You're emotionally addicted. Maybe, maybe you isolated yourself in that relationship. You didn't spend time with high quality male friends. So she's the only person who's meeting your need for love and connection. And now it's very fucking difficult for you to end it. You're emotionally addicted to that relationship because you're not spending time with other people. So she's the only person who's currently meeting your need for love and connection. And even though you're not right for each other, you stay in the relationship for years and years because you're psychologically afraid of losing that love. It's not her. What you ultimately want is the fulfillment of the need for love and connection. But remember what Marshall Rosenberg says. You can meet any psychological need of yours independent of any particular person. You don't need her. You don't need any particular person. That's the beauty. There are a lot of beautiful people in the world. But happiness, true happiness, obviously comes one from doing what you like doing in terms of your job and your career, but also spending time with people who are naturally part of your target audience, who are naturally excited to want to be with you. So if there's one thing that I'm going to leave you with is write down who you are, where you're going, who you want to have in your life, and have no problem discriminating not obviously in a general workplace sense, in that sense, but discriminate means differentiate between the people who are right for you in your life, men and women, high-quality male friends, business partners, and that lady. Really differentiate hard and kick the wrong people out quickly. Kicking the wrong people out quickly, disqualifying the wrong people from your life quickly is one of the greatest hacks for happiness. Now, you can only do that and not end up in isolation if you have an influx of leads. If you have a process to meet new people. And you can meet new women on dating apps, Tinder, Hinge, Bumble, Instagram, all of that. And yes, I consider Instagram to be a dating app because there's only ever two reasons to be on Instagram. Instagram, one is for business and the other one is for dating. And you learn to meet women in person. You have to learn to do that, be that during the day or at night. You go to bars, you don't have to go to clubs and you don't have to drink any alcohol, by the way. I have belabored that point on end. It's absolutely important that you cut out alcohol, but you have to learn to meet women in person. Your grandpa did it. Your great-great-grandfather did it. They all did it. You can do it too. Go kill it. Get the happiness you deserve. If you want us to help you with it, apply for a free call. Take care.